Sex and Sensuality, the podcast, where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. We are here every Monday night at 9 p.m. chatting about tantalizing topics that most won't dare say aloud. Hello, hello, and welcome to Sex and Sensuality, the podcast, where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. I hope you all are having a wonderful night, and we cannot wait to get into tonight's topics. So I am your lovely co-host, Miss Mika Nicole, and we have Miss Tavi. How are you doing today, girl? I am doing just wonderful. Had a nice, relaxing Sunday, spent some family time. It was really good. Oh, good to hear, girl. Me too. I've had a great Sunday. I can't even say enough about it. How are you, Gigi? <laughs> I am wonderful. How are you, ladies, this evening? Doing great. Doing great. We have a great topic tonight. We're talking about new moms and sex. Anyway, we're highlighting why is it okay to not want sex postpartum? How does a mom's sexual identity change after having children? And I may not have may shouldn't have said sexual identity maybe sexuality is more of what we should be talking about why is it important to wait six weeks before sex after giving birth and we want to talk about sometimes you know our sex the the sex we used to have before becoming a mom was maybe really really freaky and really really wild (laughs) and then now we like Fuddy duddies in a sense. So we want to talk about how do we redefine what sex is and what it means to you after you've given birth and you've become a mom and how to reincorporate sex in your relationship or your life. Because we know some of us are single moms out here, right? So being a single mom, how do you reincorporate sex in your life? So we're going to start off though with our hot topic of the night. You know, guys, I just realized we have not done a hot topic. about so but we have a hot topic tonight and I thought it fits well with our topic in a sense I mean so I don't know if you guys know Steve Burton but he's married to Sheree Burton and they're both actors on General Hospital well he's a former actor I just found out tonight from Gigi that he's a former actor on General Hospital because he didn't want to take the COVID vaccine right girl yeah, he didn't want to do it. So based on their new regulations, he because of what he believes, they were like, well, sorry, you got to go. So he left. So he left. So he's been, him and Cherie, they met on the set of General Hospital in 1999. They got married. They met before 1999, but they got married in 1999, I believe it was. And they've been married for 23 years. Now, don't wow. try to do my math, okay? Because it could be wrong, but I'm just saying. I know they've been married for 23 years. And she just recently announced that she's pregnant with her fourth child. And he is saying, I'm divorcing her because that child is not mine, y'all. And that is the uh, actual headline. The child is not mine. (laughs) You are not the father. The child is not mine. Oh, my goodness. I, I think, like, you know, when I think about Hollywood marriages, 
I, mm. I never think about the scandal of it all, right? Like, you just never think that they're going through some of the things that us regular old folks are going through, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> so this half of us will step down, had sex with somebody else, got pregnant. Oh, my God. And they uh-huh. have three kids together. Yes, this girl do. also announced... <laughs> She did her announcement on the set of General Hospital, like on the set, and she posted it on Instagram, knowing that this is not that man's show. <laughs> now, I wonder, was she trying to like bypass it, like make it seem like it was his kid? Like, no, baby, mm. it is your baby. Don't worry about it. Or was she just, <laughs> just putting it out there like that? This. <laughs> She just said she was pregnant with that with their fourth child. She didn't say nothing else about it. She didn't say who baby was. <laughs> she said who baby was. She yeah, she just really just announced they their uh thing. But he's saying that they are separated, but there's no clarification on how long they've been separated. So maybe mm, this is probably what happened. She announced that she's pregnant. People assume that it's his, and he's like, uh-uh, that baby ain't mine. We've been separated all this time. Like that so maybe she didn't even like cheat. <laughs> maybe she didn't cheat maybe during the separation she slept with someone else and he wanted to make sure people knew just because she's making an announcement that she's pregnant that's not my baby we're separated we've been separated for a long time and that's somebody else's child so maybe it was just a clarification that he was posting what y'all think Oh, no. I, feel, I feel like there's some shady, some saltiness in there. Like, that baby ain't mine. Because, you know, once you put that out there to the world, and you're, especially for celebrities, mm-hmm. like, we're doing a hot topic on it right now. We're talking about it. Right. And people are going to be talking about it. So I feel like it, I don't know, I feel like it was a little, little shade. Like, oh, that baby ain't mine. So that's what she out there in the streets doing, you know? Look. Well, too, I would want to clarify. Oh, go ahead, Gigi. Where did they come from? They are soap opera king and queen. Yes. With them, this is normal behavior. Right, girl. Their life is soap opera, right? So I don't know. They doing soap opera shit. That's what you're trying to say. (laughs) Just make making some reality TV. That's so funny, but I've seen this happen before. So it was a, a person that I know, his wife gets pregnant. She's pretend like not I'm not gonna say she's pretending like they're all good but they were separated and she gets pregnant and she posts this posts this online and people are thinking that that's his baby and he's like uh truth be told we're not together that's not my baby Mm. like so I think people just don't want the assumptions Mm. and that's what I, I feel like with him he's like I'm just trying to help y'all with y'all assumptions this is not my <laughs> just to clarify i'm just clarifying oh, for funny. y'all <laughs> okay <laughs> so we all uh let's move on because <laughs> i have some other stuff i can say about that but then we'll get into a whole nother topic that i that we're not supposed to be getting to so anyway <laughs> let's talk about sex after giving birth Today is Mother's Day. You guys, we're recording on Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. And then, of course, we send love and hugs and kisses to those who are trying to be moms and may have had some issues with becoming a mom. And then we send love and hugs out there to those who have lost their moms or lost the love of their mom. So 
why is it okay to not want sex postpartum? Let's talk about that, guys, because I know the man or the other partner, the man or the other partner, right? Or a female, because it could be a female too. They've been waiting nine months to really like go in and go hard. <laughs> and <laughs> and now that the woman has had the baby, they're not feeling like doing that. It's like, I'm tired. My body is tired. Like, I just want to love on my little baby. I have all these feel-good hormones. And I'm a mom now. I'm not thinking about sex. So what are y'all thoughts? I mean, I feel like pregnancy, what a woman's body go through during pregnancy is a lot. It's truly a miracle when you think about it. And there are so many changes that happen during pregnancy and you don't just snap back to normal as soon as the baby's out. Like your hormones are still all over the place. Your body is, you may have cuts, snips, you know, things Mm -hmm. that are not in place. So, I mean, I haven't had a child yet, but I would imagine I would want to be for a little bit. Like I'm good. Like, let me get the hang of this mommy thing first. And then we can kind of venture back into that kind of world. Right. And then not to mention you're tired. You're tired. The baby keeps you up all night. Then the baby, you're up all day trying to make sure the baby is okay and taking care of the baby. It's like, what do you have? Sometimes it's just hard to find the time. Go ahead, Gigi, because it looks like you're about to say something. Okay, so I'm going to make this real, right? So let's say this. First of all, tiredness, yes. But your body, like you had a stomach before you got pregnant you ain't having some maybe you had a little pooch you know but you pretty much had your what you thought the perfect figure at that time now you have a baby that grew in your stomach for nine whole months or more <laughs> right mm-hmm. and things have been stretched and pulled and you leak in from different parts of your body i'm gonna keep it real so it's like who in the world oh don't forget about the physiognomy you somebody done went down there took some scissors and cut me from the rooter to the tutor and you up here thinking you about to go in <laughs> go in where not there now i might help you some other way not down there so you know outside of hormones just the whole looking at your body in a different way you gotta mm-hmm. feel sexy you gotta want not that I don't want to, but I have to want it by looking at me. I got to look at myself and feel like I want to exude sex. And right now that might not be where I'm at. I need some time. Yeah. yeah to kind of build your yeah. confidence back up because yeah, confidence you do. is sexy. And that's what makes you exactly. want, like your partner want to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. grab you and whatever. So if you're not confident in yourself, which rightfully so, your body's gone through a lot of changes. You have yeah. to build back that confidence so you can feel good. Look, I always said it's like it's like carrying an uh, alien because you have no control over nothing going on with your body, whether not you wanted all. to or not. People always say, why do you say it's an alien? I say, because it is. Go ahead. Just give yourself some time and see. You want to go to sleep and that baby up. You just going to be up. I mean, that's, what I'm just that's true. I mean, you, you, you are carrying something in your body and you your body's just going through so many changes. And I know from even myself, I'll just speak for myself. After I had my baby, I was like, oh my God, my body had changed drastically to me. I was much, much smaller. So I lost all my little thickness, right? Then I lost my booty. Like, I don't know where my butt went. 
but I was flat as a pancake. And I'm like, where did my booty go? That's and what the girls do, honey. Them girls take you everything. They take it all from you. <laughs> they take all your beauty, right? Yeah. Like my face, I, my face started not breaking out, but it became really, really dry. Mm-hmm. And I started like having like, what is it? Dermatitis in my face. It was yeah. just craziness going on. Yeah. And then my breast just, it's like, my breasts were sitting up here and they went sitting down there. And I'm like, what? How did this happen so fast? Yes, yes. Because I had a booty during the pregnancy. Like, I really did my She took it. When it. she came out, she took it with her. As soon as she came out and I came home, that ass was gone, girl. Oh. Like, <laughs> so it took me, and then all my curves was curves were gone too so it took me a minute to really adjust to what my body looked like and loving my body again because I've always been a very confident person but girl my confidence was shooken yeah (laughs) okay it was shooken (laughs) (laughs) that's the truth so it is okay to not want sex as soon as you have a baby it's perfectly fine I don't think we should rush it but on the other hand, let's talk about those who don't necessarily wait six weeks because they like, hey, I'm horny. <laughs> this baby that got up out of me. I'm ready to get it on. <laughs> <laughs> it is some of us out there who is like, I'm good. I can have sex again. It is some women. That's what they call it. Irish twins. Irish twins. Yeah. Because they get out of the hospital and they're having sex right away. And I'm like, how the hell? Some people are having sex in the hospital after giving birth I've to I've heard about that. And I'm like, how yeah. do y'all do that? And your cervix is wide open. And that's why people end up getting pregnant immediately before the six weeks is up. And they have them baby, the birthday, the new baby born before the first baby reach one. Exactly. Oh my gosh, that is scary to me because I was in so much pain and I had a C-section, hell. And you think, so, how the hell? <laughs> I had a C-section and I did not want to have sex. Mm-hmm. So, you know, of course they say the bet, you wait the six weeks because they want your body to heal completely on the inside. You do have an open wound. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of women realize that like you have an open wound on the inside for where mm-hmm. that baby whether you had a c-section or a vaginal birth that womb is still wound is still there on the inside from where that baby was and that baby didn't come up out of you so definitely wait your six weeks even though some doctors say it's okay i still feel like some doctors will say well you don't necessarily have to wait the whole six weeks but I feel like it it was done for a reason. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. I think it should be that standard. And it gives you time to adjust to your body. It gives you time to get your hormones on an even scale and time to make sure you're not just getting pregnant and having another baby right away. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the nanas back in the day used to say, you know, it's not the baby we worry about. We worry about you because all your stuff is wide open. You need to stay in the house. And they meant that. Stay in the house six weeks. Don't go out because anything can get up in there and you're going to get sick. And they meant that. That's how they felt, you know? And it's true. Everything is open. You are prone to infection and getting sick. So you need to take it easy. 
outside yeah. of being able to get pregnant again so easily. So yeah, I agree. And they said, so I'm gonna read this to you. It says, while there is no required waiting period before you can have sex again, many health providers recommend waiting to have sex until four to six weeks after delivery, regardless of the delivery method. The risk of having a complication after delivery is highest during the first two weeks after delivery. But waiting will also give your body time to heal, which we talked about. In addition to postpartum discharge and vaginal tears, you might experience fatigue, vaginal dryness, pain, and low sex drive. If you had a vaginal tear that required surgical repair, you might need to wait even longer. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Lady, she's wait. My daughter might be mad at me, but I'm going to say this. She <laughs> had, ooh, I don't know, like 18 stitches? And it was bad. Did this and baby have, did she, what, how big was this baby? He was six and change. He had big old head. You see his head? So it must head. be just a big old head. I was but, she, <laughs> but it wasn't so much about his head being so big. It was that she was very narrow. Even oh, if okay. was a, you know, a hundred percent of face and not fully dilated, he still could not get out. And they used the vacuum to get him out. Oh. Which now he has, the, the little the, yeah the, the uh hematoma on his head so he's oh healing goodness. well though but yeah she had a lot of stitches and even <sighs> after her six week checkup they still weren't 100 percent healed so it, yeah the doctor was like yeah you still not healed inside so see even six weeks may not even be enough oh my mm. goodness I can imagine. And after you have a baby, like, I mean, I've never had a baby before. So <laughs> I'm only going off. Um, He's like, I'm listening. What? <laughs> I just, but like things are real sore down there. They're leaking. You have to do the ice packs and your ice balls. Packs, yeah. Oh, yes. Because yeah. I was still bleeding. And again, I had a C-section, but I still was bleeding down there. What? So I, I and I had a C-section. So it's like uh-huh. even with C-sections, you're still bleeding vaginally a little bit. Uh-huh. So yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh-uh. goodness. No. Like, y'all like, oh. <laughs> I'm never even. But you know what though? I like, think nah. because we're lesbians too. It's like I'm thinking about like I would not. <laughs> Y'all are a mess. I'm telling you, y'all are a mess. I don't even want to be slurping the amniotic fluid. Oh, God. <laughs> she no. said what I was thinking. Like, uh-uh, nobody want to be down there, down there with all that stuff going on. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, jeez. Oh, gosh. Oh, God. If you're going to have sex, though, right after, you know, if you know you're going to get back into your sex life, very soon after giving birth, I do recommend getting on some type of birth control, particularly a long-acting birth control to prevent getting pregnant again, especially if that's not something you want right away. And please wear a condom. And wear a condom so that you can avoid getting an infection from, well, he needs to wear a condom if he's, or if you're doing strap-on sex that they didn't put a condom on the strap because you can easily get infections. You are very prone to infections at that time. Yes. Um, so it's just very, very, very important. So let's talk about how does one's sexual or sexuality change after giving birth? What are y'all thoughts? Hmm. I, well, I'm just going to say what my thoughts are. Okay. Okay. So I think like, say for instance, you have a woman that's very, very, very sexually free, like myself. Very sexually free. 
<laughs> enjoy <laughs> all types of steaks, you know, doing all kinds of things. It's like once you give birth, your thought processes may change. Like you may really feel like, Mm-hmm. Hmm, I'm not able to enjoy that type of sex anymore. I'm not able to have threesomes anymore or be, you know, as sexually free as I used to be because now I have the title of mom. Mm-hmm. Does having that title have to change your sexuality or how you enjoy sex? I feel like it doesn't. I feel like it just means that you have to incorporate more safe sexual practices but I think you can still enjoy sex the way you had it before while just being safe about it what are y'all thoughts yeah I definitely think that it's a lifestyle adjustment you know you're going Mm -hmm. from especially if it's the first baby too so you have this new title of mom and uh, I know for me like I've we probably want to have to get settled in having that title, that role before I incorporate sex back into my everyday life, because, you know, babies are feeding it, especially you're breastfeeding every two mm-hmm. hours and they're not sleeping and mm-hmm. it's a lot. And like I said, the hormone change and I would just have to get used to me and find my awareness with myself before I can say, okay, I'm ready to take that next step to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Cause one of one of my big concerns when I was pregnant was I really love like breast play, right? Like I'm a real, mm-hmm. I'm a breast girl. Like I like mm-hmm. my breast up, lick everything, right? So I was like, oh my God, like I hope I don't have an orgasm while my baby is breastfeeding. Cause I'm like, so I'm very sensitive on my breast. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I noticed that after she started breastfeeding, I didn't want anybody else on my breast. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want my breast to feel like a sexual mm-hmm. tool, I guess you would yeah. say. Right. At the time, I did not. I don't care. But I'm just saying, at that time, I was like, ah, no, these are for her. These are not for you. <laughs> but won't you be so conscious if, like, your partner's playing with your breast and you're breastfeeding and you start, like, squirting milk everywhere? Like, Can I, I be wet now? <laughs> I'm not sure how it works, but if if your partner's playing with your breast while you're breastfeeding, wouldn't milk just start squirting everywhere? No, it don't just squirt everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) They don't just spray. But I mean, if they suck on them, they're going to suck some milk up out of there because it's it's milk, but it's not just spraying everywhere like on porno movies. I know we talked about this last week, Tommy. (laughs) Tommy in the porn. It's not like that. No, it really, I mean, because we, she, I, okay, I was, again, let me go back. I was worried about it, right, being an issue. Like, oh my gosh, when she sucks on her, am I going to feel like sexual? Am I going to have an orgasm? None of that happened. I wasn't even thinking about sex while she was feeding or whatnot. But it was times when I was like, babe, you need to come suck this milk out because it's, because <laughs> it's what? Because it's time you need to get <laughs> Becoming a new mom, 
we do change a little bit. Some of our sexual needs change because of that, because like we're breastfeeding or because maybe we used to love giving head. And now it's like, well, I don't want to give head anymore. I got to kiss my baby with this mouth. So it's like... (laughs) (laughs) That one's funny. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Oh, my goodness. Mika, you a mess, girl. (laughs) But it's true, though. It's like, well, some women feel like now they're not comfortable doing certain things, like being on their knees, giving head. It's like, to me, to them, it's like, now I feel like that's slutty. And I'm a mom. I don't do those things, you know? Like, so, but I don't feel like we should put that much emphasis on being a mom. Because that's society's way of telling mm-hmm. us like mm-hmm. you right. can't do this because you're a mom you can't dress sexy you can't be sensual because you're a mom but that's not true you could be sexy you could be sensual especially within the confines of your marriage and if you're a single you still want to get a man or a woman so like show your sexual confidence your sensuality and don't right. be afraid to do that don't allow becoming a mom to take away your sexual power and your sexual confidence because it doesn't have to. That's true. Agreed. Yes. What she said. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we can redefine what sex is within a relationship. Maybe you don't want to give head. Maybe you don't want to do it on your knees because maybe that used to be the thing that you like to do. Maybe you want to do it in a different way, in a more sensual, seductive way. Of giving with a soft head. pillow, perhaps. With a pillow, maybe <laughs> on the bed on your knees. On I mean, it's just different ways that we could think about redefining sex for us as a mom. You know, maybe we're not into multiple partners anymore, and that's okay. Maybe that's not something we want to do anymore. Or maybe we don't want to um, get on top and ride it like a cowgirl the way we used to and swing from the chandeliers. Making too much noise, you might wake the baby. Right. Or maybe now you want to have a little bit more quieter sex. You can redefine what sex means to you and how to incorporate it into your life where it does incorporate your new identity as a mom without giving up your sexual freedom. Any thoughts on that before we move past that? No, I think you're right in that. You know, as I was listening to you, you know, because I was young when I had my kids. So, for me, I didn't do any redefining for me. It was what I did then, I'm going to do now. But now that I'm older, I could see how older women may think that way. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because I was still very young, but as a, a a woman more in her late 20s, early 30s may feel like, you know, as a mom, they're more serious about it and they're focused, totally focused on raising their child and bringing them up yeah. and they're not thinking about sex as much right yeah and like you said redefining like yeah i don't want to do that i don't want to but so yeah the information you're giving is good Mika. yeah Thank you. and then identifying what it is that you do want to do though and mm-hmm. having those conversations with your partner like hey i don't necessarily like this anymore or i don't feel comfortable as comfortable as i used to doing this so maybe we could figure out a different way to do this particular thing and still you receive the pleasure that you want from me and I still receive the pleasure I want from you it's just a different way of having sex with each other maybe it's more about cuddling and doing a little bit more foreplay and less of the actual sexual act 
Right. Maybe that'll help you feel more comfortable. So you just got to figure out what it is that you need and have those conversations with your partner and be willing to listen to your partner's men or non-birthing partner. How do you reincorporate sex into the relationship? Again, it takes conversation. Uh You know, incorporating, like if you need to use some lube, be willing to use lube. Going slow, because it shouldn't be something that's rushed and doing, like you may not be able to go back to those, you may have to do more quickies, but it doesn't have to be quick, like rough, you know, because you're, you still gentle down there. So taking your time is so important. Enjoy afternoon sex because, you know, maybe nighttime sex is not going to be something y'all going to be able to do because the baby waking up crying and you, you got to stop in the middle of sex. So changing the time of day that you're having sex, maybe morning sex when you know the baby is sleeping for a longer period of time, maybe in the afternoon on a lunch break while the baby's in daycare, hiring a nanny can help. Even if it's just once a week, having a nanny or a babysitter that comes and takes care of the baby while you go and have a date night with your spouse, your partner, mm-hmm. or if you're single, while you're able to get out for a little bit, having your family members keep the baby. Any other tips that y'all want to say? Well, um, what you just said and making sure that when you're home, even like you said, if the baby's upstairs, downstairs in the kitchen, in the living room, and not necessarily even having intercourse, but just yeah. having time on the couch, heavy petting, just continually bonding together because that's still very very important yeah sexual intimacy having sexual intimacy touching each other kissing each other hugging on each other loving each other massages yes yes Yes. So I hope that this has been helpful for our new moms out there. And then even if you're not a new mom, but maybe it's been a few years since you've had a child, because I know if once I have a child again, it's going to be five years, you Mm. know, in between time. So that's a long time. So my sexual desires may change again. My body may change even more. We just we don't know what's going to happen. So we have to be open minded and willing to have these conversations and then be willing to be flexible with yourself and always love on yourself. Yes. Okay. Always love. Yes. (laughs) So this has been a great topic, you guys. I hope you've gotten something from this. And of course, we're going to do a live on this on Tuesday, May the what, y'all? Is that the 10th? It's the 10th. It's the 10th, yes. Yeah, on May Tuesday, May the 10th at 8.30, between 8.30 and 8.45 (laughs) (laughs) on live. And that is on our Facebook page. That is um, Mika Nicole Alford. So you can find me, M-E-K-A, Nicole Alford, and you could join us live. We've been having great conversation on live, guys. This is your chance Mm -hmm. to give us feedback on the show, but also chime in with your own thoughts and your own stories. I just love it. I love it. So I hope to see y'all there. And again, you can follow us on all streaming platforms. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. I'm just naming some of the most um, known ones. We're on Google Podcasts, but we're on really all of them. So follow, share, download, 
and comment if you get a chance to comment on the episodes because there's always a little comment box. All righty, anything that you guys want to say before we wrap up? Love on yourself. As always. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Well, thank you guys for joining us. And again, you're listening to Sex and Sensuality, the podcast where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. Have a good night. Night. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Sex and Sensuality, the podcast.